your favorite toy truck nerds are back. Welcome to That Scale RC Show. What's up, guys, and welcome to episode 109 of That Scale RC Show. I'm your host, Adam, alongside with Jay, and we're going to have Travis here, but he's going to be pretty silent, still getting over um, being a little sick, so his voice is a little raspy, so um, he's just going to supervise us so we don't run this thing off the rails. So, So, Jay, how's it going? Good. Just trying to keep track of all the crazy stuff that's been going on since we did the last show yeah i know and then we had a little bit of a interruption during our last recording so we're about what two weeks late yeah yeah that was when my microphone stopped working Ugh. which i didn't do anything to fix either by the way it just came back so i don't know what the deal was I, I, didn't have, I didn't have to reinstall any drivers or anything like i just came out and it worked tonight so whatever i guess huh. interesting it's always something with this thing keeping keeping us on our toes so uh i know uh, thanksgiving just passed just uh, so we can kind of give people a benchmark of when we're recording um how was your thanksgiving uh kind of just didn't do i'm i'm weird i there's like very few holidays that I care about and Thanksgiving is one of the ones that I just don't. So like we just made a bunch of like appetizer type foods and just hung out. I worked most of the time. So oh, we okay. had a, we had a big black Friday sale thing going. And so like all the social media with that had most of my attention through the couple days that everybody was off. How about you? Uh, Nothing too crazy. Um, we went to Michelle's family's this year. Um, just like my mom's side of the family, her mom's side of the family is one of eight, so there was a lot of people there. Um, so, yeah, we had, I want to say, like 30 people there, something like that. Jeez. So, yeah, we actually looked like one of those, like, you know, pilgrim tables. Like, they set it up, and they had, like, I think at the at their at her aunt's house, it's like a because you could say it's a three-car garage. You got a two-car door here and a one-car over there, and they just lined up tables the whole way down the center. Yeah, pretty crazy. Wow. So um, that's like, but yeah, I mean, twenty-nine people too many. Yeah, um, it was nice. It, I'm, I guess I got to say for the amount of people that were invited to this, because it got a little out of hand, and I think that's why some people. I don't know either. Maybe that's why they didn't show up. Maybe that's why they, I don't know. Maybe someone said something, but like it was supposed to be just family. And then all of a sudden this person's, you know, best friend was invited. And then their friend, like next thing you know, there was like all these extra people that weren't even family that were invited. And we're like, uh, 
<laughs> this is getting a little out of control. We're like up to like 60 people invited. And yeah. So it was a little like nerve wracking because it was like, eh, you know, we don't ever see these people. So it's like now you're going to be in like a room with like 60 quote unquote strangers because you only see them like once a year and you're like, yeah, it's going to be fun. And then it kind of like weeded itself out. It was pretty much all family. Um, one of Michelle's uncles, uh, his best friend from since they were like eight years old, him and his wife were there. That was really the only non-family there. But yeah, it was it was pretty cool. That's always a sketchy move, inviting more people when you kind of are counting on a set number for food and stuff, you know, like to make sure you have enough. Well, yeah, no, no, it definitely is. And uh, it's funny you say that because I was talking with uh, one of the guys at work because it was his um, it was his duty this year to provide the turkey and cook it. So he was like double panicking. Cause he's like, I've only cooked a turkey like twice in my entire life. And, you know, I just don't want to be one. I don't want to screw up cooking, but two, I don't want to screw up on the size of bird that I need. Cause you know, there's a rule I guess the rule of thumb and someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but we were talking about this. It's supposed to be like you order. I think they said it was like two pounds per person. Jesus, I think if I'm not mistaken. So they were, he was like, so there's going to be like, there's going to be like eight or nine of us. So we need a, a minimum of like a 20 pound Turkey. So he's like, but then, you know, we just don't want to be short. So I, I added another like couple pounds. So he ended up with like a 23 pound bird or something like that. So yeah, Jeez. but he said, not, he said, yeah, but it was funny, but we, we chit chatted the other day. He said everything turned out good, but yeah. Um, luckily all we had to do was just bring a couple things. We ended up bringing like a couple desserts and some other stuff. So we got off the hook pretty easy. Nice. But yeah, so overall it was good. Did I absolutely did not take advantage of any black Friday shopping. Well, same here. I did order something on black Friday, but it wasn't on sale. You found something that wasn't on sale on black Friday. Yep. <laughs> nice so yeah so it i don't was, think you understood the assignment well no i understood the assignment <laughs> so here's what happened i was actually really excited for this well so like two weekends ago i rotated the tires on the on the truck and i always check to make sure like you know your ball joints and your steering you know you do like this the typical check so you go you rock the tire up and down to check ball joints and then you go left and right to do like to check your steering and to make sure like there's nothing like loose. Well, up and down's like rock solid. There's no movement left to right. There's some play and you can hear clunking. And I like looked under the truck and you can see, I think my idler arm shot. There's a bunch of stuff that I think is kind of worn out underneath in the steering. So I was like, Oh, I guess I got to get this fixed. Well, there's a company called kryptonite steering and they specialize primarily in GM vehicles and upgrading the IFS components. And uh, I wanted to go with their products. So I was like, well, Black Friday is in like two weeks. So I'm just going to hold out and I'm going to see if they have anything, you know, on sale because it's Black Friday. Well, Friday comes around. They didn't have one damn thing on their website for sale. Weird. So, and I don't like, it's just, that's, that is what's kind of weird. It's like, you'd think they'd be like, oh yeah. You know, even if it was like shipping was, you know, free or whatever, but no, they yeah, don't want exactly. it. So I just said, well, I need it. And they have like a two to four week 
uh, lead time. So I said, I just got to order it because I can't wait any longer. Must be kind of nice to have a business that's in a position where you just don't have to like cave in and do sales <laughs> and stuff like that. Like people are just going to buy your stuff regardless. So you don't even need to bother. Yeah. That'd, well, that'd be nice. I do got to say the one thing I do like about kryptonite's um, stuff. And I know a lot of people are like, Oh yeah, it's just, it's just paper. It's just paper, but their warranty is pretty freaking badass. So that's the main reason why I like running their stuff. So um, their warranty is we have no fine print, race it, jump it, crash it, destroy it. We'll replace it. If you're the original owner, like the original purchaser, we will replace the parts for free. That's really good. So, um, I've never had to, you know, take them up on that, but that in itself is kind of like, all right. And this whole steering setup that I got is supposed to make the front end quote unquote bulletproof. So is this, which, which truck is this? Your new one or the old one? My new one, my Duramax. You had to replace stuff on the new one already? Oh yeah. They don't build anything like they used to. Dude, that's, wow. You got to remember that I live in California and we got some of the shittiest roads in all the nation. Yeah, that's And I also decided to put bigger uh, tires on my truck, which, you know, doesn't help the components as well. So, so. I, 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 I guess I wasn't sure when you were first talking about because I was like, well, wait a minute. You can't be talking about the old truck because that one's got a solid axle swap. Yeah. Wow. No. I'm, I'm surprised by that. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. 50, I have, oh, I have almost 48,000 miles on the stock setup. Wow. So, but yeah, it is what it is. I mean, I probably could just keep running it like this. It's just, I guess in the last, within the last like six months, I do every once in a while when you're going over certain stuff, you'll hear like a little bit of a, like a clunking sound. And I always just thought that was, um, cause I've heard that when you do the leveling kit, sometimes your CV joints or your CV angles are pretty bad. So what happens is they wear out and then those start rattling. But when I was rotating the tires, I grabbed full on hold of the CV axles and there's no movement, no play in them whatsoever. So I was like, well, it's not that. So. At least it's not wheel bearings or something. That's what I always worry about with having an older truck is wheel bearings and stuff. Yeah, no, no, the wheel bearing should be fine. And that's the other beauty of it is like I was saying, Kryptonite makes some, um, they make wheel bearings for the GM trucks. So it's kind of the same deal. Once you order them, anything ever happens to them, they ever wear out, whatever, you get a new, they'll give you a new one. They, they pride themselves in saying this is the last like thing you're ever going to buy. That's pretty cool. That so, that explains why now I get, you know, why they don't do sales or anything like that. That actually makes sense. They're just so, good stuff and they don't need to try and pedal it very hard. Yeah, I mean, if you have a GM, chances are you've heard of Kryptonite. And and the hard part is, and, and, and this is where the parallel goes right into RC, is there's, there's people that want to copy what, kryptonite's done and they come up with quote-unquote hd tie rods and all this that and the other but it's not the same it's just the quality is not there so it's a little cheaper so they're banking on the person that doesn't want to shell out the the 
you know, more dough to get the nice stuff. And they end up with the slightly cheaper stuff, which is not at, like it's good, but it's, I don't think it's as good. And I even have a buddy who I was talking to because I told him I ordered that and he goes, Oh, did you get a deal? And I go, no, there was no deals. And he goes, are you serious? And I said, yeah. And he goes, ah, oh, he goes, cause I was gonna be my next, um, purchase is he goes, I want to get tie rod ends for my truck. And I'm like, you better just order them. Cause, uh, there ain't no sales. And he goes, damn it. And I said, well, uh, the D max store did have their brand products. Um, there was a deal on their home or house brand products and cognito. He goes, yeah, but he goes, kryptonite's where it's at. If you, if you want to use that warranty. And I was like, huh? Okay. So see, even like some people, they, they, they know they're like, yeah, you can go with the cheaper stuff, but you, you know, sometimes you uh, got to pay to play. Yeah, no, it's true. So anyways, but that was about it. So yeah, I did find something that was, um, not on sale and it was not RC related. That's really good. So, well, I mean, in the world of RC, I'm kind of, there's not really much I need to get. I mean, I got to start, I really do need to start working on the 94 replica and I still got to finish up the 72 that, uh, Spencer painted for me, but, um, oh, yeah. It's just one of those, I know what I need to do for that to make the body mounts. I just need to get to the store and buy a piece of aluminum because I need, I want some aluminum that I can bend up and make body posts. Well, I guess a body hoop for the front and then I need just two posts for the rear. Oh, are you going to Velcro it or something? Yeah, I'm just going to Velcro it in, but I need to make something because I'm running the Rock Pirate RC um, towers and I don't want to run body posts. So, I mean, I, I've gone back and forth. I could do body post, but he did such a good job painting that. I don't want to put holes through it. Yeah, good point. So you could do magnets. I thought about that too, but my hard, the hardest part I have is finding a decent magnet. I finally did. Like you did? I, yeah, I can almost pick up the like my rally car by the body with the magnets on. Really? Yeah. Um. I'll send you the link to it. But okay. I, okay, I was going to say send them to me. Yeah, they're really, really strong. Like, I'm not worried about it at all. I used them on Jared's uh, Tacoma that I built, and then I've used them on, so I used them on my Hoonicorn. I, I've used them on a bunch of stuff, and, like, I've, I actually did find some that I'm actually happy with now, so that's nice. See, the hard part that I was getting was – all the ones that I were finding were like ginormous. And I'm like, I don't want that big of a magnet. Like I want a tiny magnet, but then some of like, so like for instance, Home Depot carries some small magnets, but they're not that strong. Yeah. These are pretty gnarly. They're 14 millimeter. I want to say. Okay. Something like that. And I guess I could just send them to you. It, it was really cheap. They were actually on Amazon. And then I bought a uh, box of just, magnets by themselves to use on other stuff because I, I'm trying to get it to where a lot of the bodies we got I can just swap the bodies on and off and just use the same post arrangement and everything yeah Let me look here I'll send it to you real fast while we're thinking about it because I'll forget otherwise nice yeah so um, I'm trying to think yeah that's about it so that was my Black Friday and then actually I didn't even bother I was so busy at work on Monday which we had like, yeah, it's, it's already been a crazy week and 
Um, so like Monday, I was so busy with everything going at work. I didn't have time to look to see if there's any decent cyber Monday deals. Uh, there was quite a few people that had a lot of good stuff on sale. I was surprised. Let's see. Um, so I sent that one to you. Okay, here we go. Here's the other ones. All right. They are sent to the group chat. Yeah, I see that. Those, the post ones, I think I, I think I looked at those. I just wasn't sure if I wanted to pull the trigger on. Well, them. if those are too tall, there's one other that you can do, and I'll send this one to you. The, this is, I used only one of these out of the kit that you can get, but this is what I used on the hood. Um, send this to you. This one's a little more low profile. See, I saw that one too. That one works really, really well. So if you use either of those and then you get the magnets, like I've even used the, the package of bulk magnets, I've used those to like shim it and it still doesn't make the body want to fly off. Like I've had really, nice. really good luck with it, you know, cause like I'll slide like another magnet in to get it to sit just, you know, parallel to the chassis and stuff. Cause sometimes that stuff's, you know, kind of hit and miss when you start messing with different body mounts and stuff. Yeah, no, I know. And, and actually it's almost like perfect the way that body sits resting on the sliders that need to come off there. It actually sits almost like perfect where I want it. So that was like the benchmark I was using. So the front, the front's going to be, I have a little fudge room, um, but the rear, the towers are really close to the, cause you know, Proline does that thing in the bed where it, bumps up where the body post would be oh yep so that's where i gotta mount my other ones hmm. so yeah i might order some of that stuff and just play around with it because i really need to get that going because i need to finish the bumpers and then that car's ready to, that car's ready to go and i'm ready to get it out and um test it out but i mean i'm super impressed with just the little things that made that car because that was a that's a what that was a 10-3 I swapped that was my 103 I swapped the what is it the um SSD Pro 44 no the the Trail King the diamond ones mm-hmm. so I took those those axles off and I put um and I put the axial straight axle conversion on that and then I swapped over to the Rock Pirates RC um, shock towers, and I think those still have the stock shocks on them. I don't think I put the ones on there that you're supposed to run with the straight axle. I think. I can't remember now. Um, and that thing's like the just by on the bench, the little like just picking up the tire and how planted the rest of it stays and going from like, you know, picking up the rear. Like that's always like one of my tests I do to kind of see like, okay, is this thing going to like want to flip over? Is it, you know, whatever. I just like kind of play around with it. It feels really nice. Like it seems solid planted, like, you know, one tire's coming up and it kind of stays just put. So I think that thing's going to be glued to the rocks and uh, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about with that too. Cause like there's been rigs I've had with like slightly too stiff springs and they yes. don't do what you're talking about on the bench. Like it, it doesn't like 
just settle in and stay there. Yep. Like the way that I judge suspension, like the way that, you know, like I find that I'm happiest with is when it feels like the tire and wheel have like equal resistance up and down, you know, like if yes. the spring, if the spring tension matches the viscosity of the oil and it like just feels the same moving in either direction. Like that's usually when I'm happy with crawler suspension. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, like you're, you're not getting the super like stiff, like you're really having to work to get the suspension to like move. It just, it's, it's just flowing both directions really nice. That's you like, you can almost pick up the rig and shake it and it all just kind of like, you know, it'll shake. It'll just kind of like move freely. Like it doesn't seem like bound up or wanting to go one direction only. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so I, I'm excited to get that up and running soon um definitely will be ready to roll by next year and then that's gonna be like probably my go-to for like most trail rides now it's just because it's gonna be something that's not it's obviously not gonna be over scaled so i'm not gonna have like a bunch of like you know full dollhouse on it right and uh it's geared a little more towards performance so i'll just have a rig that you can just take out and have a good time and then when you want to have the super scale one you go pull out one of the other 10 scale ones that i have for that that always sucks going home with a pocket full of scale accessories that came off earlier in the day. Like, that's one of the worst things about that stuff. Which is exactly why I was like, yeah, I just want to build another rig that I could just go take out and I don't have to worry about it. It's nice having something to eat. I mean, not like to abuse necessarily, but just like kind of, I don't know what carefully neglect in a way, like something you just grab and drive and you're not afraid of hurting it or anything like Exactly. And that's what I wanted this to be. I mean, obviously I don't want to destroy this body because it's a, you know, it's a piece of art, but it's a, it's a rig that, like I said, you're not going to tear off a mirror. You're not going to, you know, um, tear off a fuel can on the back or whatever, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, there is ones that like, for instance, like the Bushido, like, I'm looking forward to scratching that thing up. Like I do want it to get kind of like used looking and stuff and get a little bit beat up. But like the Sendero SE that we got that just came out that one, like I think I'm going to put overdrive gears in it just so that I can, you know, kind of do like a post showing how easy it is and what part numbers to get and whatnot. But I'm going to put overdrive in it. And I think that's it. Like I'm just going to, it's just going to be one of those grab and goes that you just don't have to care about. And it'll be a yeah. fun test too, because um, we haven't talked about new stuff yet, but this, um, it's one of Element's new models and they're doing like a reboot on the platform kind of based off of this one. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to kind of see how long it lasts. It has bushings instead of bearings. It has brass bushings and stuff. So, which I expect will hold up great on a crawler. So I'm just going to drive it until something breaks and see how it kind of wears long-term because kind of get some people that are on both sides of the fence when it comes to bushings versus bearings and stuff like that. But yeah, just having something to grab and go is fun. Nice. Yeah. Currently, and that's why like I'm almost like scared to like mess with it. Um, but my, uh, my deadbolt, um, SCX 10 two version has been not really my grab and go rig but it's a rig that i've lent out to multiple people because it's fairly close to stock got very minimal upgrades on i mean it still has plastic i think it still has plastic links on it and um or no maybe it's not plastic maybe those are the um 
those are the steel, you know, the little chintzy ones. Oh, yeah, the four millimeter steel ones or whatever they use. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that thing, everybody that I lend it out to, they're just like, I can't believe how well this thing works. I said, I really have nothing done to it. It is like bone stock. I had an OG SCX 10 deadbolt and dude, that thing was beastly. I kept plastic links on it. I didn't do anything to it. <coughs> Excuse me. And, uh, that thing was phenomenal. Worked really good until you got it bound up and the links had flexed. But I mean, if you kind of drove it, you know, normal, it was fantastic. Yeah. Like I think this one has, it's just got a, it has motor servo wheels and tires. And then I did like the freebie mods. Like I, I did the, you know, you turn, you swap the rear, shock towers around then you put the you put the stock front shocks in the back and then the back to the front and you did that whole thing and i got it sitting a little lower and that's about it yeah probably all it needs those were good rigs that yeah the the first sex 10 2 platform was really good too that was a great car yeah i'm just debating like okay do i you know, do I start messing with it or do I just leave it alone? Yeah. I kind of like the idea of having just a stalker that, you know, you can give it, you know, if you're out with some people and somebody's rig breaks or something, or, you know, somebody comes along and they don't know something to drive, you know, like it's just kind of nice to have something you can just hand somebody a radio and go here, have at it. You know, you don't need to worry about scratching it or anything. Exactly. Oh God, I'm sorry. Just swallowed wrong and got this tickle in my throat and it won't go away. My eyes are watering. Uh, okay. That happened. Something similar happened to me the other day. So I was watching, I think it was when I was watching Yellowstone. I was sitting there and I had a so my latest and greatest is um liquid death. Oh, that water. Yeah, that's like my new thing. Like I when I'm at when I'm shopping, like I'll be at Safeway. They sell it by the 16 pack. You just buy the case of it. It's in, it's not bad. It's it. I think it's close to about a dollar. Roughly a can is what it it comes out as. But anyways, um, I get the, the black can, which is the, just the regular sparkling water. So there's no sugar, no nothing. Um, but it's water. So, you know, kind of for me, I know I'm a weirdo. If it's not hot out, I'm not a big water consumer. Like yeah, I'll just go throughout the day and it's, and I know it's bad for you because you know, you're not staying hydrated. So the fact that it's carbonated gives it just a little bit of like, okay, now you're not drinking water. So it's kind of like, you're more apt to drink it, or at least I am. Right. So I was sitting there drinking one of those watching Yellowstone and all of a sudden it was one of those things you, you, it goes down wrong. Oh, I was coughing for like 45 minutes. Like I could not stop. Like it was like Michelle was finally like, are you okay? And I was like, I said, I guess a carbonated water going down the wrong way is ferocious. (laughs) Well, it feels like something in my throat, like right at the very like back left corner, excuse me, where, uh, where like your tongue meets your throat, where it like Mm -hmm. ends, like it's super, super scratchy right there. And it's not getting better. And I have like coffee in front of me that's warm and it's helping, but not as much. And like now my nose is running and (laughs) killing me. I hate that. It's like the worst. 
Oh, man. Have you ever yawned and gotten a Charlie horse under your chin? Yes. Dude, that is some of the most I, intense pain ever. I, I hate that. And it's oh. like... I don't know how you how you cope, but what I usually do is I'll shut my mouth and then I'll immediately like do like a like I take my thumb and I just like massage like right underneath there to kind of like try and loosen up whatever's like freaking out and it's just like oh I hate that oh it hurts so bad I I shut my mouth and I tilt my head back and like try and like stretch out those muscles but god damn it that hurts so bad when that happens. I was, I can't remember who I was talking to the other day and they said they'd never had that happen. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. No, it was my yeah. mom. My mom has never had that happen. That's crazy. Like how it's, it's like right up there with the ones you get in the arch of your foot when you're like sitting on your knees for too long or something. Yeah. Those are uh, too. every, there's like, it's only happened like two or three times to me, but you ever get that when you're just like, laying down like there was dick you weren't even doing anything and all of a sudden your foot just like feels like it's just and you're like oh and it just <laughs> yep. feels like it just folded in half by itself yeah just yeah I, yeah yeah that isn't fun that stuff's stupid i hate it when weird things like that happen because you feel dumb just even complaining about it because it's such a stupid thing that just shouldn't have happened even to begin with you know oh tell me about it I'm trying to avoid blowing my nose on air. Don't need to ruin anyone's hearing. <laughs> oh my gosh, my eyes will not stop watering. Well, maybe we should move on to new stuff instead of <laughs> body ailments. Yeah, no, no shit. Um, um, what do, so what all do we have? We have a lot of new stuff. There's a, yeah, there, there actually is. And I wonder if Travis will uh, chime in on this because he usually can remember. Did we talk about, um, do we talk about the 18th? It is an 18th scale, right? The 18th scale Capra. Uh, you're right. No, we haven't talked about it yet. Okay. Um, there's a lot of people saying that, that it's like the perfect, you know, um like rigged to come out like it's a perfect scale yada 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 but like i just don't know like my my initial reaction is you know the 124th scale is killing it you're yeah. you already are dominant in the 110th scale you just went into the sixth scale which is still that car is pretty popular everybody lo loves the axial six scale because of the way it moves and drives so realistic to like a real vehicle then all of a sudden you're like yeah we're gonna throw out an 18th scale capra and you're just like where did that <laughs> scale come from it's like another rig nobody asked for yeah and i don't know it's just it's one of those i don't plan on getting one just because i don't see the point like i you know you take the 110 scale out with you when you're on the trail if it was 124th it's the perfect like in the house crawler or even the people that take the 124 out to go scaling. But like the, the 18th, now you're just kind of like you're back to you're in your own little bubble, you know, just out there playing with your car. And it's, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. If, you know, if the size and budget point is on point for you, more power to you. It just, what yeah. I have trouble with is the fact that it looks so, walmart or radio shack rock crawler ish like the 
drivers are super super tiny the wheels and tires are giant like it just i don't know i feel like it's kind of funny looking like it just it's too toyish looking i'm i'm trying to pin down exactly what it is that makes it look so toyish but i think it's a lot of things combined well the other thing too that's pretty like that bothers me is like once again it's like what was the first thing everybody said about the 10th scale it sat way too high and then it's the same thing with this one sits way too high it's maybe like, that's what's making it look so cheap is the ride height that's at. yeah except the I springs get, well, are backed all the way off when you look at the picture though yeah but it doesn't matter i mean if you tweak that thing like so like if you do like what i did with mine and you do the internal like i think i did the pen spring mod just to suck mm-hmm. mine down a little bit it sits way nicer now. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure it wouldn't take much to make it good, but it's just, I don't know. It was a weird move. I didn't see it coming. I really didn't. I would have thought they would have done a 24th scale something. I mean, if they did a 24th scale rift, people would lose their minds because I guess that Fury Tech uh, Rock Bouncer kit for the SCX 24 is pretty popular right now. I think that yeah. would have been a good move. But Oh, I agree. But who knows? I mean, it... There's a lot that happens that <laughs> we don't necessarily understand why, but I try to, but sometimes you just can't quite put your head in the same space as the people that made this stuff. Yeah. So we got that. Vanquish came out with their um, straight axle BS410 builders kit, which is really cool. I'm trying to go backwards on my browser here so I can get the actual right name for it. Oh. Uh, Straight Axle Builders Bundle Chassis Kit, $279.99. It's on sale. That's, a, that's actually really good. That's new. Um, you guys heard me talk a little bit about it earlier in the show. Uh, Element just came out with their uh, entry-level rig. It's the Sendero SE. Um, different from the original Sendero and the fact that this one is a uh, 12.8 inch wheelbase, which is going to be kind of their standard for trucks from now on. Um, it's got a new transmission, which is really kind of, there's a couple things about this that drew a lot of attention from people. One's the transmission because it's super, super low, like really, really low center of gravity, a very large portion of the internals all sits inside of the skid believe it or not so it all sits really really low right to where the frame rails and the skid are and it comes with a servo on axle from the factory so that's pretty cool um fly sky radio that's a four channel so that's one nice thing is a entry level rig coming with a four channel radio so that was cool um transmission puts the motor in the front so that's really good the the big thing though that kind of shook everybody up is the fact that it doesn't have bearings as bushings um it doesn't have like tamaya style bearings or bushings where they're plastic these are all um, brass bushings and they give you the size and the part number for their bearing counterpart in the manual for this truck when you get it so that if it is something you want to swap out uh, they make it really easy to give you part numbers and sizes for all the bearings to be able to replace it. Um, some other crazy things I saw is they have the axle shafts appear to be sealed off from the housing using O-rings now, which I thought was kind of crazy. So um, 
that'll help kind of keep moisture and stuff out and keep everything from getting gross and rusty and stuff in there. But uh, yeah, good deal for two ninety nine. Water truck for the money. Um, there's that. I found out it's Sen Racing, not CEN, so we've been saying it wrong this whole time. Um, I can't remember if we talked about it before, but they have a Ford F two fifty now that's lifted with roller skate wheels and tires on it. And that one runs for four sixty nine ninety nine. The big thing with it is it's not a dually, and it's not long bed and it comes with rock lights i guess too which is cool so that's a new one um fms they just dropped a one tenth what did we decide it was a yj Uh, (coughs) closest to they dropped this this was actually really really scale they dropped a 10th scale jeep yj little two-door guy with a windshield that folds down a removable top interior cage seats tailgate that opens and closes lights opening hood i mean it it's about as scale as you could possibly get and uh that thing is called the mashigan so kind of a play on words with michigan and mashing on it um i was gonna try and find a price on that because i forgot already and I can't find on naming. I thought it was under 350 if I remember right. Let me go back and look really quick here. It is 329.99. So that's a lot of scale rig for the money. That's really good. You know, mirrors, wipers, all that other standard stuff too. It comes with all that. So yeah, so new new 10th scale trail truck contender. So that'll be interesting to see how it goes. It's for the money, it definitely has set the bar in the scale department because I believe that next to like maybe the Axial Bronco, uh, this is probably the most scale thing on the market you can buy from what I can tell. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree. I, I can't think of anything else with that much of a detailed interior that thing's pretty wild so yeah that was pretty cool you know it would be neat if there was a way to do the podcast to where like you you know how some podcasts are done just video and so you're just watching a video basically of people talking as on youtube and not going through a podcast app or anything like that like it would be cool to have something like that to where you can somehow like if you were doing them on YouTube and you had video to go with the podcast, have some way of like screen sharing on it so they can like see what we're talking about as we're talking about it. Well, you, well that's doable for the YouTube, but it would just be more work for one of us. Cause what we'd have to do is we have to finish. We'd almost have to record all of this and, or if it's like, cue as we're recording this when we all have to have something up on the screen to look at it and we could talk about it then what we just have to do is remember what that cue in point was and then in the you just have to kind of make a video for youtube and then Uh, insert the pictures yeah yeah that that wouldn't be super hard i mean the time consuming part would just be listening through the whole show and then finding those points where you've got to insert a picture into the video timeline but I don't know. It's something I might try one of these days. It's kind of a, that would be kind of neat to be able to do that. But I, I think most everybody listens to us on Spotify though. Yeah. Well, 
or maybe this might be something a little cool if you wanted to do it for you know the uh patreon supporters maybe we just put up something like even if it's just like a a photo album or whatever of that episode and oh you know, good idea it's they have access to it and it's just okay now they have access to the folder so once they're listening they could pull up the folder and say okay this is what they're talking about here no this is what they're talking about there dude i'm gonna do that this time i'll i'll so, do a post with all the pictures and stuff that'd be kind of cool we'll see how everybody likes that i think that'd be a neat deal though Because it would be neat to be able to show that thing off because talking about it just doesn't really do it any justice. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Kind of blown away by the price still. 330 bucks. That's really good. Uh, what else was new? Gosh. Proline's cab only body that was a long time ago. I'm sure we've already talked about that. I'm not seeing a whole lot parts wise. I mean, a million different things for 24th scale and stuff, but wow, that is an expensive chassis kit. A 124th carbon chassis kit is 200 bucks. That thing is like comp worthy though. I'm trying to find this thing. So, and I don't know if, if we've already talked about it. So, so there's that company, um, rock hobby or is yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. That's not the one you're talking about. Cause this one actually is another thing. It's a, so I guess rock hobby came out with a one six scale YJ and, um, is it's that the military looking one? I think so. And it was finally released. Um, I guess they've been talking about it for like over a year. Oh, wow. So that's something new because I do know that Elio got his hands on that and he said it wasn't bad. So it's one six. It's a, I don't think it's an RTR. Let me look it up real quick. There, that Rock Hobby, they're another one like FMS that makes really, really detailed smaller vehicles. Well, large ones now, it sounds like, too. So, yes, they do make the military one, but they just came out with one that looks like a, it's a YJ. <laughs> Rock Hobby is FMS. Oh, it's the same company? Yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's all the same one. No kidding. Yeah, well, supposedly they just came out with with the YJ version. So, but uh, yeah, Elio was telling me that the one six. Oh, one... there. Wait, no, that's twelve. Damn. Oh, I see it now, dude. That's cheap. Yeah, three twenty nine. Yep. And it is super scaled out. It's got. It looks like the bows for the soft top are all folding and collapsed in the back. It's got an axe and a shovel on the side with like actual little straps. Holy shit, dude. This thing's crazy. 
Wow. I yeah, was so, expecting it to be way more than that. Yeah. I think the seats are fabric, dude. It looks like they have the fabric pulled around and stapled on or glued on the back side. It is. It has freaking fabric seats. Okay. So that wow. so, so are you you're looking at the military one, right? Yeah, it's got like a crate in the back in front of the jump seat. Yep. God so, damn, that's cool. Okay, so if you want one of these. If you really want to buy one right now, because I just Googled it, Horizon Hobby has them on a on a sale for one ninety nine. What? It ends twelve four. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how? I have no idea. How are they not losing their ass on this thing? Because it is. I mean, this is very very detailed. I mean the yep. the bows the bows for the soft top kind of blew my mind. Yeah, it says right now save one thirty limited quantities ends twelve four realistic injection molded body functional front and rear lights five fifty size thirty five T motor uh, fold away front windshield servo driven steering wheel. <laughs> wow. Dude, for 200 bucks, I really want one. <laughs> um, yeah. That is so cool. I cannot believe the detail. Like the seats blow my mind. The the hood even lifts up. I mean, it's a pretty it's just a like molded flat panel motor looking thing, but if you got in there with a paintbrush, you probably could get some depth on it. Oh yeah, absolutely. But yeah. Dude, the floor and everything in this is so shallow. I mean, they did such a good job keeping it realistic looking. Man, these yep. guys are on fire, dude. Their little cars are great. Their 10th scale stuff. I hope they continue to stay on this path of like super detailed and relatively inexpensive. What's crazy right now is <laughs> from FMS model, okay, from their website, if you get their 112th, uh, Jeep that we're just looking at in one six scale is two forty nine, but you can get for one ninety nine. You can get the six scale. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, these are the guys. Yeah, okay. So FMS and them, they're the same because I'm seeing all the cool little Volkswagen ones that were popping up that I was talking about earlier. Yeah, it'd be sick to collect some of the like little one tenth scale military rigs and stuff. Or, I mean, excuse me, the 12th scale ones. I'm still blown away, though, about that 6th scale. That is crazy. 200 bucks. Yeah, so yeah, so so it's the same company. That's what we were just talking about. Yeah, okay, see? Now I feel like an idiot. Why so many names? That's what I want to know. <laughs> you <laughs> know, like... Because <laughs> I'm on... Because I'm, cause I'm on... FM, the FMS website right now, and it says Rock Hobby 110th Mashigan RC Rock Crawler. 
That's so funny. Yeah, because when I typed rock hobby into Google search, it popped up the FMS website. And I was like, oh, they're probably just, you know, being clever like some companies do. Like I noticed you type in USPS, you know, for like the postal services site. And the first thing that comes up is UPS instead. I thought it mm -hmm. was one of those type situations, but no, they're the same outfit. Wow. Their little Unimog looks pretty good. It, I I think it looks better than the Tamiya one, honestly. Yeah. These guys are going to be somebody to watch. Especially if they start dipping into this six-scale market a little bit more because, goddamn, even not on sale, that is a really, really good price. Oh, yeah. I didn't look to see like parts availability or anything like that, but I'm assuming that they've got a, I mean, there must be a good selection of replacement parts. Otherwise it wouldn't survive. What I almost wanted to look at is company. I want to see if it says where FMS is out of. They're the ones making the little 24th scale Bigfoot also. Yep. Yeah, we're going to have to keep our eye on these guys, dude. They're making moves. But they, they got more than just cars. They got planes. It looks like you can replace basically every single part on any of these, so that's not something to worry about. They have 24-scale oil shocks, and they're eight ninety nine for a pair. <laughs> they're doing it right. Whoever they're, they're doing it right. What's interesting is when you go and drop down, like, and you look at their stuff, like, because the way they have the drop down brackets are very interesting. So I'm on the part where it says RC car and trucks, and you drop down, it says you can do by type, scale, competition level, power plant, and then it gets down to buy a brand. And when you click on brand, there's two brands to pick from FMS and Rock Hobby. So it's like, it's like weird because it's like, is that like your in house brand? Kind of like, you know, um, like Pro, uh, Pro Comp is four wheel parts in-house brand they have so, a one six scale jimny sorry to interrupt yeah, you yeah no i saw i saw that too i didn't see the jimny the first time jesus yeah i was following you along when you were talking about the brands thing and i saw that i i don't get it yeah i don't get it that jimny is rad though and it actually says suzuki on the yeah it's, it's like they, on... they got it licensed it's three twenty nine also. With lights and everything. Wow. It's leaf sprung. Which is cool. That's kind of crazy. One six scale leaf sprung. Which is rad. Dude, did you see how detailed like even the pedals are, the clutch brake and the throttle? Like they have like arms that go all the way up under the dash even. Like not some know. cheesy molded little lump into the floor plan, like floor pan. They actually have like real pedals. Yeah. What I want to know is why out of all the things in the world, the little driver guy they put in the picture looks like the dude from, um, what is that movie? No country for old men. 
<laughs> where are you seeing the driver? I missed that somehow. So when you when you scroll down and it says features, high it says high performance, you know. Oh. Like... <laughs> <laughs> the dude with the bowl haircut. Yep. <laughs> I think that's who that is. <laughs> Mr. 1972 <laughs> black denim jacket <laughs> that's really funny dude's got just a big shit eating grin <laughs> hey, he, he looks just like the dude like he just looks he looks just like that dude but he does absolutely that same terrible haircut and everything <laughs> god that's funny these guys are a mystery wow you see how many leaves also? It's not like, you know, just one leaf in a little helper spring like you get with, you know, Amazon leaves or RC full drive or whatever. Like, dude, this thing has U-bolts, U-bolt plates, and it looks like one, two, three, four, five, like six leaves in the leaf pack on it. Yep. I mean, they... They tried in a lot of areas that most other manufacturers wouldn't have tried. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Because these guys are whooping ass all over RC full drive as far as, like, realism goes. Wow. Pretty crazy. And they're doing all the weird little niche rigs that people want, you know, like the, like the Jimny, for example, you know, like there's a small group of people in the u.s that think those are just the raddest thing ever i mean i think they're cool too but i don't know if i'd buy one but i mean this is pretty rad that they're you know not just cranking out the same tired scouts and jeeps and ford pickups and stuff that everybody else does you know they're kind of have their own thing going yeah i agree the price for a six scale though that that still blows me away. It's pretty wild. It's weird that some of the rigs have portals and some don't. That's kind of strange too. Wow. Really interesting. There's a guy we should have him on the show one of these days. Um, Travis and I have have a friend up here named squints that we know through racing and he does like performance like comp truck parts and stuff and he takes ssd axles you know like the pumpkin and he makes yeah. car carbon axle tubes that go in it and then mm -hmm. now he's started doing machined carbon portal boxes as well like he, he's really doing some very cool stuff that we haven't seen anyone else do so be kind of neat to talk to him and see yeah hear about hear about his whole deal definitely so do you want me to start pulling up the questions from two weeks ago yeah go for it okay so we actually didn't get many on um uh on facebook and i don't know i gotta look back and see if it's on instagram I don't know if you shared it to both. I think I made the post first in Instagram, if I remember right. Okay, I'll, I'll look after this. So first, um, first question is, uh, thank you guys, is from Ben Edwin um, Heinert, if I'm not butchering your last name. 
Um, thank you guys for the show. I powered through all the episodes. I have a Red Cat Gen 7 Pro and a 10th scale Capra. The Gen 7 is my favorite RC. It's okay if you rip on me for it. Ha, ha, ha. Also, looking forward to hearing how you pronounce my last name. Great podcast. Good job. See, I, <laughs> he even knew it. <laughs> I didn't even get to finish that question. I might have butchered his name. It's, I think it's Heinert. But we'll find out. Um, I don't see any got... questions on Instagram at all. Okay. We got Chris Trudeau. Um, so how's it going, gentlemen? What's new? Working on anything interesting? Can't wait to trail with you with my sumo. Um, what's I didn't new? know we got one. Wow. That's cool. Um, yeah. I mean, we already kind of went over what's new with us. Not a whole lot. Um, yeah. Just stuff, then, RC stuff. All that's and new. then the last one, Brandon Geiger. Howdy, fellas. Getting my three-year-old rig, uh, a rig for Christmas this year. Any recommendations? He has a CR12 currently keeps melting motors. Hmm. So let's see here. Ironically, this... Get him that new Sendero SE. Well, it also depends. So it's three-year-old. So, like, are you trying to get... So he's got a CR12. So he's... So that's a one-twelfth scale. So if he's... I mean, this sadly, you know, now after we probably make me eat my words, but... Maybe one of those 18th scale, like even like the Capra might be something decent because it's not a 24th scale, but it's not a 10th scale. So it's still, you know. That's true. And it doesn't have a big body that would frustrate him trying to get over stuff. It's pretty sparse and minimal. So, yeah, I, that would be a good one. I mean, you know, it's that would be durable. I mean, the thing probably isn't going to break. So, I mean, that's one bonus. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I'm just leaning towards. Like, you know, like at three years old, you're going to want to, you know, it, they're going to want to play with a car. They're going to want to keep driving it. And, you know, it's got to be able to hold up to that. And, you know, something that gets more like looking at the CR12 where it's more of like a body, that thing's going to get hung up. And, you know, and like I said, it also depends on what they're doing. And, and honestly, even the FMS has a handful of um, 18th scale rigs. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to try and get back to that website real quick. And I mean, cause I'm just, so if I just go by scale, they got one twelfth. I mean, they even have the end, they have 18th. So on the 18th scale, they have a Land Cruiser 80, a Chevy, a Chevy K10, a Chevy Apache, they got a um, a JK, but they call it Fire Horse. Um, they got that um, the Unimog Fire they got, Hose. Yeah, yeah, Fire Horse, not Hose. Uh, they got Toyota uh, Toyota Helix and a Toyota FJ Cruiser. So I mean, and the, and those are all not bad either. They're every single one of those is one fifty nine. That's a really good price. The only one that's more is if you get what they call their Cheyenne 6x6, which is that Jeep 
six by six vehicle, that's 179. But still, like I said, all those are good, and that's 118 scale. He goes to the 12th scale. They got the bug, the um, the one they call the Cuba wagon, which looks like one of the like you know German. Oh, the German one, the Cuba wagon. Yeah. Yep. And then they got the Toyota FJ45, and then they got the same, the little 1941 MB, the military jeep looking thing. But they even actually, yeah, even in that, they have the FMS has the one twelfth Jimny. Oh, that's right. That's the Suzuki Jimny, the one that um, RC Girl thing comes in a case and all that. Yeah, yeah, like a cool little like foam case and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that so there's that option too. I mean, you have all those. I mean, like I said, I think tenth scale at that age might be a little too big. I mean, I, you, but who knows? You know, I don't know. Maybe they can operate a 10th scale just as well. Yeah. Boy, I, I wonder if, I, I wonder if Trav would have even been interested in RC when he was that little. Might've been a hard sell. Maybe. He doesn't want to pipe in. So that must be all of our questions, huh? Oh, yeah, that was it. We only <laughs> had the three. Yeah, we only had the three this time. Yeah, well, we're kind of making up for the one that we missed. So this was sort of a last-minute deal, but we'll next episode for the holiday special, we'll get questions out earlier and stuff. Definitely. Well, it's probably about it, isn't it? That's about it. I don't want to go too long in the tooth and annoy everybody. Plus Trav's sick, so if he's still there even. I don't think he's there. I don't I have no idea. <laughs> Give us well, a nod if you're still there. Yeah. <laughs> Blink <laughs> three times. <laughs> Give us a thumbs up. <laughs> So, all right. Well, um, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks for our holiday special. And uh, until then, uh, hope to see you guys out on the trailer uh, posting up what you guys are doing um, with all your uh, scale rigs. Yeah. Later. See you guys.
So we don't know. Trav's probably still recording all this. Probably. <laughs> you gonna bless us? He's just gonna come back to his desk, and there's gonna be like no one's there. Still running. <laughs>